0: This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunch, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG.
1: Hey, 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 hello, hello, hello. Hey, here we are. Here I am. There you are. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. I'm WG Bunch, your host, Oh, this is going to be a good one. I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. This is going to be good. Uh, I have a very, very special guest. Oh, before I introduce special guests, let me tell you about, we have a sponsor. Our sponsor, Realty Exchange. Realty Exchange has been the number one top producing real estate company in the Huntington Tri-State area, three years running, I believe. Uh, Nobody sells more. Uh, You need to buy or sell real estate in the Huntington Tri-State area. Contact Realty Exchange website, realty-ex.com, or Google. You all know how to find companies. That's ridiculous. Come on. Thank you, Realty Exchange, for the sponsorship. I've got a special guest with me today. My special guest is someone who... Uh, we, we go way back. We go way, 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 way back. And I am just so honored and proud to say he's still one of my best friends. Love him to death. And he knows what it was like when star Wars mania hit the Huntington tri-state region in 77, 78, I would like to introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Simon Gurky, Simon, what is happening, mi amigo?
2: Dubs, how are you? Thanks for having me.
1: I am doing great, man. When I when I was putting together this uh, episode, I said nobody uh, knows uh, what it was like to be eight years old, nine years old, ten years old in the Star Wars hoopla of those, uh, of those late seventies in the Huntington area, better than, better than Simon. He was, uh, he was right there. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to a galaxy far, far away. And it was a long, long time ago, but let's, let's, let's get rolling here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Simon, there, there, there is uh let's start from the beginning and I am going to turn the platform over to you because, um, I think, you know, what story I'm talking about as far as the exposure to, uh, first, beco- yeah. First becoming aware of star Wars and, and, you know, I'm going to turn it over to you to give us that background of, uh, how you found out about it, how I found out about it and all that stuff.
2: The kickoff, right? It, so, exactly. Definitely. It was a long, long time ago, but Dubs, I still remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I can remember where we were in your yard and how excited I was. So my dad, having uh, been a college professor at Marshall, uh, now he English taught. Department, he taught what? Uh, I'm sorry, he was an English professor at Marshall.
1: And it, but and he taught? Didn't he teach science right. fiction? Or yeah, he taught?
2: He taught a course called science fiction, right? Which was, um, you know, they just would read different uh, science fiction novels and then, um, you know, do whatever they did. I was not, I was not in that class, but, um, no, he, he liked it. The people who had the class who did take him for class would always come up and tell me afterwards how much they enjoyed the class. But as a young kid, he, uh, he was more of a reader, you know, having a PhD from Notre Dame in English, he was definitely always had his nose in a book. Mm -hmm. We would see an occasional movie, but not, not often. The movies weren't a big emphasis, but for some reason, He actually came to me with, I could detect some um, unusual excitement in his voice. And he said, hey, Simon, you're going to have to tell your friends there's a new movie coming out, and I bet they're all going to like it. And I said, oh, what's the movie, Dad? And he said, Star Wars. And tell them they all need to go see this movie. It's supposed to be pretty good.
1: And so we are probably late 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 1976, early 1977, because seventy the summer of 77 is when the tidal wave happened. So, okay. I, I would think somebody in your dad's position, yeah, he probably knew about it. Yeah, at least six months. It's it. Don't you? I know you. You've got you've got four awesome kids. Don't you think it's almost impossible to talk to them about how the world was before the internet? And just for sure, (laughs) you, you didn't, you don't know how things are going to happen until you read it in print or something like that. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'm
2: sorry. 100% WG, you're 100% right. So somewhere, somehow, I, I wish I did know now how my dad found out. Um, but you know, he did get a lot of magazines and, um, attended different conferences and that kind of thing. So maybe it was there, but I do remember we were outside at your house. It was not cold. So it was either fall or spring. I don't remember it being hot. And like you said, the movie came out in the Could summer, you get
1: a little so. bit more specific? What was the barometric <laughs> pressure? <laughs> Do you happen to remember Was a, Hello, approximately what great. time? I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, it was fun. We were out playing, and it just hit me. I, remembered it, I thought, oh, hey, guess what, guys? My dad said there's this movie coming out, and I think it was – um i i I know you were there obviously and then jr roach maybe and it was one other kid it might have been andy um but anyway i remember you all stopped and listened to me because i didn't usually make comments like that and you thought well what what's the big deal about it and i forgot to ask my dad so i didn't really have much (laughs) else to offer you and i think you kind of took that as a well you're gonna to have to come up with a better sales pitch than that. So um you got I think you kinda of laughed at me a little bit and you know, being the leader that you are. I think everybody else kinda of chimed in for a moment. I kinda of felt a little silly because I thought, well, I guess I should have found more well, out more detail.
1: Well, there's a difference between being a leader and a loud mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's a there's there's a distinct difference. But um so yeah, so you're telling us about this Star Wars movie and I I I I think I kinda of do remember brushing it off as yeah, you know, look, I, I'm, you, you've known me for all these years and we'll talk about it more as we go. But, um, if, it, if it's not my idea, probably not a good idea. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that you're like, here comes this phenomenon, star Wars is coming. I can easily picture myself going, yeah, I don't know anything about it. So it must not be that great. But anyway, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was kind of the attitude. I do remember
2: almost that similar demeanor, and you don't have to be so nice. It.
1: You can you you don't have to be so nice. <laughs> I I would be I, I would probably walk back to my house going, Why am I friends with this guy again? <laughs> <laughs> but you're
2: taking me back yeah. now. Now you are. Oh me no. Back <laughs> with the, uh, with the brush off. And I thought, well, darn dubs. I so, need a little bit more love about it than that, yeah. but that's okay. So anyway, <laughs> no, that was, that was how I think we all sort of were first, you know, even warned. If you want to say that about this phenomena, I like how you said that.
1: And then exactly I, th- I think the next thing I remember was, um, yeah. Jr. lived right across the street and, he invited me to the movies. Do you want to go see this Star Wars movie? I'm, okay, yeah, that's fine. And we went to go see it. <laughs> and what I remember is we went to go see it, and it might have been the next day that I saw you, and I said, Simon! Oh, my gosh. Went to the movies last night with Jr. and we saw this movie, Star Wars. Oh, it is the best ever. <laughs> I think... I kind of remember you going, uh, that was the movie I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) You said, man, I've never heard of it. I don't think it's gonna be that great. And I was going, wait, you went to go see it with Jr.? Huh?
2: (laughs) Do I have that right? I'm not sure. That's pretty good, though. No, that is really good, actually. And, you know, who knew that was not going to be the last time, right, though, that we saw that?
1: Oh, my Lord. It was, uh, yeah. It,
2: it, that was a warm-up for I, I, you.
1: I would have to say, I don't know, but I don't remember anybody our age. Um, I don't remember talking to anybody our age saying, oh, yeah, I remember going to see Star Wars once. I think everybody saw it more than once. I mean, it, it was just, it was... What I can remember about the movie is when it came out, the Hyman family, they still owned the, the Keith Alby, but the Hyman's owned the Keith Alby, and the Camelot and the cinema. Okay. And over the course of the late seventies, they split the Keith Albee into four theaters. It used to just be the Keith Albee. Then it was Keith Alby one, two, and three. And then it was the Keith Alby 1, 2, 3, and 4. They somehow created another theater, like, behind the concession stand type of thing. Um, they also had the Camelot, which was um, same side of 4th Avenue, only one theater at that time. Cross the street, Cinema 1 and 2. Kind of catty-cornered to the Camelot. But since they owned all three of those theaters theaters and they also owned the east drive-in star wars came out in the summer of 77 and they cycled all the movies to make sure that you know they didn't have movies competing against each other at their own theaters star wars it seemed like was on one of their screens it's i i don't i don't have the stats but i it seemed like at least two years It was always on, especially the next summer, which would be summer of 78. Cause now the toys are out. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's all over pop culture. It every it's, it's star Wars mania and they always had star Wars on, uh, on on a screen. Um, (laughs) and I, I do remember that summer of 78, kind of a, a regular routine was the TTA bus stopped about a half a block away from your house, and I would come down and we would get on the bus, I think it was maybe a quarter. We would go downtown, and the movie was a dollar for the one o'clock matinee or something. It was like dollar matinee mm-hmm. day or something. And sure, we, I remember. Yeah, we we went down there, and we would watch it, and then uh, we might stop at the peanut shop next door or something, but then on the bus, come home, and uh, and I remember us doing that a couple times. <laughs> but the one <laughs> you want to talk about obnoxious. Oh, God. this is not, I'm not telling this the story cause I'm proud of it. I'm definitely not, but you and I had, uh, they released the story of star Wars on album. I had it on eight track and I think you had it on vinyl. Mm-hmm. It was the actual, Star Wars movie with a narrator, but they had all the lines, like a lot of the dialogue from extracted from the movie. And I just, I remember you and I listening to that over and over and over again, so that we memorized almost the entire movie. Yes. Yeah.
2: And so to your point about, you know, we didn't know many people that saw it just once. But I'm pretty sure we
1: don't know many people who saw it as many times as we did. Too. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That And, and, and it, um, and then we would, I, I, I there were certain situations where we would just kind of go back and forth doing the lines to each other. I don't know how we had any other friends. <laughs>
2: hundred percent. I, I do remember that. So between the, you know, eight track and the LP and then seeing it a bunch. Yeah. We could have, uh, you know, yeah, it, it, we, we really could have reenacted <laughs> the whole thing without any help.
1: And, and I remember you, you had the, the soundtrack album, the John Williams, you know, which I, I, I wish yeah, you, a masterpiece. Yes. Which was gosh, I, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it just really kind of took over, it took over everything.
2: Got all the senses. It just seemed like it, you know, just right. Yeah.
1: And it, however, then things change a little bit. I stay on the train. I don't just stay on the train. I go up to the top of the Polar Express. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to drive this this, train, this Star Wars train. And you were like, I'm a normal kid. I I get it, I like it. I'll keep up with it. I'll let him go to the locomotive. I'm gonna stay back here in the passenger cars. And well, you were the rich kid, too, remember? You guys were the country clubbers, and I had to go
2: cut the grass because I needed a car when I was 16. And I decided what? I better I better quit making the Keith Albee rich, and maybe I better save some of that money and and uh, you know, Tell or whoever was making all the toys. I thought they're gonna break me if I try to keep up with this.
1: See, I, 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 well, no, it's (laughs) just so people don't get the, the wrong idea. Not a, I was so terrible. I would, I, I think about stories of when I was that age and I was just a, we weren't rich. I was just a spoiled brat (laughs) who took total advantage of, cause this happened in the, yeah, 77, 78 exact time when my mom and dad were going through a divorce and it it would be a situation where, you know, now the toys are coming out and things and you know, mom's stressing about the divorce and mom, can I have the, can I get that star Wars land speeder toy? No, no. (laughs) Is that because you and dad don't love me? Is that why I can't have it? No, 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 no. You can have. I mean, I, oh, I was, yeah. You worked it. You uh, worked no, it. I'm, I'm. No, they, they already have a. Yeah, no, I, 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 was the, I was a devil child. Um, because oh, oh, that's right. I forgot <laughs> when that first movie came out. Um, uh, the summer of '78, first summer, my mom went back to the, to the workforce because the divorce is final and all that stuff. So that summer mom says, well, I've got to get a babysitter for you. You're nine years old, not quite old enough to stay by yourself. Um, and I don't think I kept a babysitter for more than a week because I was just such a, Oh my God, I was such a brat. But my mom would say, all right, here's what, here's all you need to do. Easiest way to take care of WG, like I'm a plant or an animal or something, <laughs> is all you have to do is, here's $5, 25 cents for each one of you to take the TTA bus from the corner of 18th Street, Wilshire Boulevard, downtown. It will drop you off in front of the Keith Alby or the Camelot Cinema, wherever Star Wars is playing, it's a dollar to go to the movie. You've got $2.50 left for you all to get, you know, cokes, popcorn, you know, snacks, whatever you want, but you got 250 uh left over and I think it was a thing where now maybe we had to save 50 cents to get home. On the TTA bus, but anyway, that's what babysitters, the new ones, would do. All right, I'm going to just take WG to go see Star Wars. <clears throat> this that's is that's awesome. And, well, I'm and and I I'm I'm not exaggerating these numbers, and I it's I, I'm not saying this with pride at, in any way, shape, or form. But and I've got so many people that are like, yo. Yes, I. <laughs> I've run into these old babysitters, and they're like, "Yeah, you almost sent me to a mental institution." Um, the first ten to fifteen times I went to go see Star Wars in the theater with babysitters, I would because you and I had that story of Star Wars, you know, had all the lines to it and stuff. I would recite the lines right. Yep right before they came on the screen. Yep. Which infuriated people around us. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you are part of a rebel alliance and a traitor. Take her away. And then Darth right. Vader would say it and people would go, shh. I'm like, Oh, oh
2: <laughs> sorry. Hey, all I can say is I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I did the exact same thing. I almost was going to ask you that before we, the last time we talked, if you did that, it
1: was, a it was a point of pride, but that was, but then was. when I got up to seeing it 30 times in the theater now, <laughs> now, because that, that story of star Wars thing didn't have all the entire movie, but now I've learned all the filler stuff. And now I can do the entire movie and the babysitters were going shush. Just be quiet. Don't say. And I remember managers of the theater two or three times taking us out <laughs> to the lobby going, look, I've got, I'm getting complaints. You have got to be quiet. And one of the managers was a friend of my sister's and, and she was like, WG, I'll have to have, you're going to have to leave if you don't shut up. <laughs> Because there are other people who have, believe it or not, not seen this movie. And I know you've been here four times this week already. And then by the time I got to 50 times seeing it in a theater, again, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm kind of going, wow, how sad. <laughs> but by the time I got to 50, when the lights went down and they would have a couple trailers, and then here comes the 20th Century Fox, I would get up in my chair, turn around so I'm facing away from the screen. All the people behind me are going, What is this kid doing? He does realize the screen is behind him, and then it would come up. Long time ago, a galaxy far, far away. Bum, Star Wars, and I would recite the opening crawl to them without looking.
2: <laughs> if I didn't try that, I could have done it though. I think, um, and but it's hilarious. Can you, you
1: imagine do. going to a movie and that happening today? And some nine-year-old punk doing I I, I would go where are I I, I, I don't I don't know what to think I thought it was awesome back then but now I'm like oh my god I would have beat my ass if if that (laughs) would happen today I'd be like this kid needs some sort of punishment but it wasn't Bev's fault, but it was just a situation of I just I milked it for all it was worth, and uh, and yeah, so it, but it was it, it it
2: was a well it was so well done, man. You know, and you could connect the dots and see that this was a classic, I think. And it was, and you're so you were so bright. I mean, I was. I think I've teased you in the past that you were always the one who you know you could spell everything in school it seemed like it was one of the spelling tests and so i'm sure this is just like a natural thing for you to learn and and then yeah i'm sure it was you probably could have stood up
1: after the second time
2: you know so it's it, sound, it sounds like that it, whole,
1: it sounds like you got my check today
2: well anyway, i got to tell you something so not just a friend but a wg fan and not just yeah you know, like i said of star wars of the dubs and all that you got way into that and that was so it made me feel better cuz i thought it was cool too it was it was a blast it was a from the music to the action to the, you know, almost spiritual undertones in the movie that, uh, you know, I realized later in life, I'm like, wow, what classic that was.
1: But I think you were, you were like most normal kids where when the, when the initial fanfare was done, you were like, okay, yeah, that was great. And then Empire Strikes Back comes out and, stuff, and, and you were like, yeah, I definitely am going to go see it, but. I was like the Kentucky players down here. I was kind of one and done. I was like, oh, time to go get paid. I got to go cut grass.
2: Have fun. dubs."
1: <laughs> You're on your own boy. <laughs> yes. And, and and that was, uh, yeah, I've, i, I, I kind of had that, that bad, uh, I've got that personality of uh, kind of overdoing things. And, uh, I remember when oh, they, I
2: call it loyalty. You're loyal. You've been a loyal friend. Anytime I've ever called and said, Hey, Dove, you got a minute. You're like, sure. What's up? And you're loyal to the force and loyal to, you know, well, all the, a lot
1: of that has, has to do with me being lonely, Simon, but it's all right. <laughs> I, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you were the Kool-Aid house over there. I know you weren't lonely. Yeah. <laughs> but then when the empire strikes back came out, it, you know, it, it, I liked that one even better than star Wars and Did I ever tell you about my Darth Vader necklace story? I don't think so. Okay. Real real quick is (laughs) Um, Empire Strikes Back comes out in 1980 and we were in sixth grade. And for that Christmas, my Christmas list was all, I want Empire Strikes Back this and Empire Strikes Back this and this and this. My sister, Brenda, eight years older than, than, uh, than me, I think she's still eight years older than me, um, told my mom, don't buy WG, all this empire strikes back stuff. He's going to come back next year, junior high school. He's not going to want all these toys and things. And I remember just going, shut up, Brenda. Uh, yes, I want, I, yes, I have to have the Millennium Falcon. It sits on your arm. It's so big and it's <laughs> awesome. And of course my mom was like, well, yeah, okay. I'm going to get him a lot of the, the stuff. Well, that was Christmas. It's yeah, eight months later, nine months later that first day at Camac junior high school. And I, kids from school, from other elementary schools that you don't know, you know, you're, you're changing, you know, you're 13 years old and stuff. Well, the first day of <laughs> at Camac, I wore a Darth Vader necklace that had a little Darth Vader helmet on it. And, uh, uh, a friend of mine, attorney in town, still an attorney in town named Carrie. First time I ever met Carrie came over and he said, is that a Darth Vader necklace you have on? I said, yeah. He said that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Ah," kind of a nervous laugh type of thing. It's the first day of junior high school. I was like, went into the bathroom, ripped off the necklace, threw it in the trash. Luckily, there was a kid named George. George, (laughs) that first day of school, Wore a shirt. Do you you remember those t-shirts that you could get them like at amusement parks and different places where if you gave them a picture, they would kind of scan the picture and Uh, it'd be like real grainy and like in bad pixels and stuff. But it would, they could put it on a t-shirt. This, this kid, (laughs) this kid showed up, God bless him. Kid showed up for the first day of junior high school with a t shirt with his own face on it that said, Number One Kid. That obviously his parents gave him or whatever. He took all the heat off of me. If it wasn't for him, I would have been that kid all day that people would go, Did you see the kid with the Darth Vader necklace? Oh, my. Instead, it was, did you see the kid that has his own face on his shirt? I was, oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for doing this, my friend. Um, That's funny. And then got home, told my mom, mom, I'm done with Star Wars. I don't want any of this. She had just bought all hundreds of dollars. Oh, no. And I was like, I don't want. I. I had Star Wars wallpaper. You had Star Wars wallpaper before I had Star Wars wallpaper. Didn't you?
2: <laughs> I did. My dad actually, um, he was, a uh, like I said, he was a big reader, but, um, one thing he did like to do, he, he actually liked to hang wallpaper. He had done that. I think as a, uh, part-time job, you know, going to school and, uh, he, he was pretty good at it and th- he happened to find some Star Wars wallpaper somehow, some way. And yeah, I got it up.
1: It, got it, up. it was awesome. It, it, I, I remember yeah. going over there and I think I can't remember it. It, it was like an event where I, I remember you either coming to my house, calling me or whatever, going, Dubs, you gotta see what what my dad did in my bedroom. I'm like uh, okay. And I went in and it was like oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was it was it was it was pretty <laughs> awesome. It was almost like
2: being on the set, wasn't it? You it, could almost stand in front of it and think,
1: Well, oh, and, okay. and 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 your parents who, you know, God bless Bob and Margaret, they were they were fantastic. They, you know, they they were much more grounded in we want to make sure Simon enjoys his childhood, but uh it seems like Christmas gifts uh birthday gifts and stuff you would did you ever get a telescope for a gift? Um I think I did. Yeah, one time. It's it, it, it I mean, you know, cuz yeah. you're yeah, you, well your parents your, your parents were very um yeah, they were from you know, the uh the, the church of let's make sure that he's well educated, well rounded. Right. It's not just right. let's throw pop culture stuff at him.
2: For sure. No, yeah. for sure. No, to be honest with you, Doves, I mean, I didn't get a lot of that except through you sometimes when you're like, this is that. And I was like, oh, i never heard of that. Yeah. Well, you, never, you probably didn't need right it. About
1: that. You didn't need Star Wars stuff because you could just come down to my house and go, uh, yeah, all right, well, i just use his. I'll just play with his stuff, and no, you, I'll you have got things that actually on. matter. <laughs> 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 but it, I, I do remember, yeah, we had the Star Wars wallpaper. And then, um then I, I remember getting home from that day the first day at comeac. Mom, I don't want any of this Star Wars stuff. This is for babies. I'm not a baby anymore. I ripped the Star Wars wallpaper off of my walls. Oh my goodness, I don't think I knew this, but I did I, but you can't really rip it off the wall. All I did is rip I ripped the vinyl right. Yeah, so I still had brown, uh, like, you know, uh, the adhesive part in a way. Eggs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ugliest, ugliest bedroom <laughs> ever. But I was like, place. I just don't want this Star Wars stuff up anymore. And, of course, my mom was just like, oh, my gosh. Brenda told me this was going to happen. Sure enough, it did happen and stuff. And then the next year. Mom said, well, we're going to have a garage sale. What do you want to keep? What do you want to? I said, you can get rid of all of my Star Wars stuff.
2: Well, thank goodness she didn't. You know, that's where you're she, glad your mom knows best and, and that you didn't listen to you.
1: But man, have, you, have, have you ever watched any of those TV shows like the toy collector shows and yep, stuff? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Breaks my heart. I look at those things and they go, This is the complete Death Star play set from nineteen seventy seven. Uh probably and, yours. And I'm like Oh, now that's a gut punch. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Now like, yeah, those is currently uh, valued at approximately twenty seven hundred dollars. I'm like, I used to have that. That's but funny, though. It, it was I can't remember when it was, but um, it was about 10 years ago. I mean, it, I mean, it was fairly recent that um, it was, yeah, my mom's health was not so great and I was having to take care of her and she, and we were talking about Star Wars things. And she said, "Like it, it, it was very much like the scene of Obi-Wan Kenobi giving Luke his first lightsaber, like, oh. Here's something that they wanted me to give you that I forgot about. It, my mom going, oh, that's right. I have this shoe box and she brings out this shoe box, opens it up. Oh, all of my original Star Wars action figures from 1970. Aww, beautiful dubs. That's
2: awesome. And Praise she, God for Bev. Huh?
1: I said, where did she is when we had that? Yard sale, I knew you would probably want these at some day.
2: Oh and man. I've t-
1: well, and I forgot mother's I had intuition I know she said, I forgot I had them. And I was Oh <laughs> my God. They are in the yes. They're they're in the man cave in a glass case that and, and it's like one of the things that you know when friends come over, they take a photo of. They're like, Oh, yeah, it's cool. My I've seen God. it. That's great. So anyway, it, it's uh, yeah, it's it, it it's yeah, pretty 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 special stuff. But um, anyway, and then I was, we're getting ready to wrap up. As we wrap up, I was surprised you had not seen any of the recent, like you, the last Star Wars movie you saw was like in the eighties. Correct. And so, thank you, big thank you for encouraging
2: and frankly nailing me down to, uh, you know, you're going to watch it this week. Right. And so, yeah, we had some, some raining weather. It was spring break. We hadn't gone anywhere. And, um, my, everybody sat down, but it was, it was cute. Cause our daughter, Mary, who's now just turned 14, she's kind of probably got a lot more of my personality than, than some of the other crew in a lot of ways. And she, and i were the last two standing and she she was really kind of into it she was like Man, this is cool dad and she was like anticipating who was what and all these neat things that reminded me of me as a kid thinking you know it was almost like i was back in time and seeing myself watch a episode for the first time but it really took me back because even like we just keep talking about there the music the john williams the composer it was it was awesome and we had just put a new um new surround system in the sonos one at our house and we had it on that TV, and it was just—I mean—it was crazy, rich, and it just added so much to the effects. of It reminded me of being in the Keith Alby. I mean, you know, before people could get home stereo surround, whatever, uh, you know, you wouldn't hear sound like that unless you went to the movie theater. So um, it was almost—it was like surreal being back in Huntington and at the Keith Alby, and just a
1: great, just a great saga. I, I, I think I, I just, you know, yeah, I, I think it's awesome. And, and, uh, yeah, when, when you said, yeah, I, I haven't really watched any of the new ones because I just, you know, it, it's, I have a job. <laughs> I'm married and I have children and we're yeah. kind of
2: busy. It's, yeah. bu- it's busy days. And I'm I'm a little bit more. You said it when we were kids one day. I came over and I said, Did you just go outside and play? And you said Simon, you're more of an outdoor roamer and I'm more of an indoor dweller. So and I've kind of I kind of stayed on that track, even at my house. We're we're not in the house, the TV doesn't come on much. So you know, it wasn't anything against Star Wars, it wasn't that I didn't like it. It's just the TV really doesn't come on except there's a sports game that we're interested in or something like that. So thank you again for making me watch it. And I, you know, loved it. Um, and I even loved, I don't know if you remember this, but it seems like in the first one, remember when they landed in the, uh, it was it like the, the, the waste part of the, they tried to escape and they landed in there. And, uh, it was, Oh goodness. In the the, Harrison Ford,
1: Han Solo. They, 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 Oh, in the trash compactor.
2: Yeah. in the trash compactor. Thank you. I was having a brain cramp. Um, but they landed in the trash compactor and, you know, they. I can't remember the exact. And I, you know, remembered it back in the day, but I'm not remembering it. But there was some very uh,
1: comical comment.
2: What a wonderful, also,
1: what a wonderful smell you discovered. Oh, that was it. There you go. Thank you, thank you. It's been driving me crazy. Yeah. But I remember in the one that we watched the other day, or where, or it could be the line of, "We're all going to be a lot thinner."
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, that was princess land yeah we were all gonna be a lot th- a lot thinner real soon and i think he said speak for yourself princess i'm getting us yeah, out of here is yeah. that the line
1: it was, it's uh that uh af- well all right let's not get too nerdy about it because now That's people okay. are like okay okay but, 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 yes. but
2: i remember the one that i watched with our kids the other day and it was hilarious because i don't know if you remember but in the beginning of the movie when I think I can't remember who the characters were now. Uh, it's cause it's late on a weeknight. it a long day, but Ray the, Ray is a
1: female. And
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But po, they said, somebody said to somebody said, okay, is this where I talk first or do you talk first? And oh I yeah.
1: Just- that yeah. That's yeah. that That's, uh, uh, Oh my God. How wait. It's Ray. It's Finn. And it's Poe. Yeah. Poe. Poe. Poe yep. po is the Han Solo-ish pilot. Yeah. Right, is, yeah, there you go. It's hard for me to hear you through the apparatus and the, oh, my God. No wonder I'm single and you're married. <laughs> I don't need to. Why do I know this much ridiculousness? This is uh, ladies. Hello, hello, ladies. I just wanted to make sure you know I know things more than Star Wars. I feel like, wow, I'm like in total geekdom that, yeah. Well, COVID had a lot to do with it. I'm going to fall back on COVID seriously no
2: absolutely i mean we're still it was three months ago that we just you know first had it and i'm still telling my
1: wife i'm like I'm, i don't think i'm 100 out of it yet but anyway yeah but well i i, I thought it was great and when, when you said yeah i haven't seen any of the new ones i went oh my gosh before we record this podcast thing you've got to you know just just to kind of get an, a flavor for the millennium falcon and all that kind of stuff and um Because I I remember seeing it. I did a fundraiser with a good friend of mine, Joe, and we uh, raised money for Multiple Sclerosis Society. And I remember just watching it. And as I was watching it going, oh, my God, this so reminds me of seeing this with Simon. Oh, that's cool. Back at you. Yeah, it it was – it it, yeah. it it was unbelievable. So uh, no, it was really
2: cool. It was almost yeah, it was almost like a time warp or something. It was cool, yeah. so I, I appreciate so. that. I had the
1: same sentiments exactly. All right, well, let's we're we're going to wrap it up. I know everybody. Hold on, wait. I'm looking at my meter, and there are three people still listening to us, and that's me and you and one other person. I don't know who it is. I'm just kidding, but um. But for those of you out there, thanks for listening. We certainly, you know, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Simon, I'm gonna, uh, probably hit you up for another, uh, another episode. We've got to talk about, uh, <laughs> let's see up, upcoming Huntington tri-state time machine episodes with Simon Gerke can include, A lot of the stuff that I talk about, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, But, yeah, tune in. And, uh, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. Thanks again, Simon, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.